All right, let's go. Okay, Tim, what are we going to do talk about today? Well, what'd you, this was All-Star Weekend, so what did you think of the All-Star game? I thought it was good. I liked the skills, I, and that's what it should be. That's what it should be. Not st- st- surfboards and stupid, thing, stupid yeah. things like that. Well, yeah, like the last two All-Star games were in Vegas and Florida, and they were shooting at surfboards, and they were at the Bellagio and Fountains, and I think the players... To see McDavid and Crosby being dunked in the water, it just... It's, no, it's demeaning. It's just a, a demeaning. Yeah, and I think I think that's because you heard Connor McDavid say that, right? Like he says, "I'm really happy with the skills." Of course, he won and he won the million dollars, so of course he was happy with the skills. <laughs> I wonder what know, what do you think he did with that million? Think he kept it, or does anyone know? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, evidently, he did keep it. I thought he was going to say, "I'd like to donate this to uh, the Ro- Rose Cherry Home." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <something> right. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, but Mc, so McDavid won the fastest skater, which was no surprise. Yeah. And then uh, McKinnon did the one-timers. You know, that was that was fun to watch. That yeah, guys that, were passing the puck. Yeah, that was good. And then uh, Pedersen won the passing. And that was the thing they had the, the hardest. Like, they had, like, little things that you had yeah, to hit and the it, passing. Yeah. And the players were really having a tough time with it. Yeah, they were. And then uh, uh, Kel McCarr won the hardest shot with 102 miles an hour. But I, 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 the thing I liked was uh, Kucherov for Tampa. Looked like he had a hangover, <laughs> <laughs> and the fans started to boo him. Oh, he wasn't trying. He wasn't trying. I'm thinking, those Toronto fans, they better be careful if they meet yeah. in Tampa. He's going to remember that. <laughs> and he was waving after. He was waving after every time he tried something. Yeah, and then I liked the three on three game. It was good. I thought it was pretty good. I thought the whole uh, thing was pretty good, and it was a t- test of skills. Is it was this one good or the other one so other two were so bad? <laughs> mm, that's a good question. <laughs> okay, now we're going to, Dad, you're going to answer some questions yes, from our ahead. listeners. And this is from Herbert Hoover, the Bees fan on uh, from Twitter. When you did your famous taunt, and that's what they call it, uh, to the Montreal, in the Montreal Forum crowd, what was going through your head and what, what were you doing it for? You know, you know, it's a funny thing. Everybody thinks that I was doing it for, you know, show and everything like that. Actually doing that there for the crowd. The crowd was calling the penalties. And, oh. uh, yeah, and the crowd was calling the penalties. And, and I was, you know, going like that, that to the crowd. Everybody thinks I was having a good time. Well, yeah, because, well, every, a lot of people think you did that when there was the too many men, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't. There was a bad penalty called on you. No, it was it was Rattel. I I never forgot Rattel. It was Bob Gainey and uh, and John Rattel, two <laughs> pretty good guys. And John Rattel, Lady Big Winger, got it for a high sticking. I think John Rattel had two penalties all year. Yeah, it was one of the few. And I knew then this referee was trying to get them back in the game, and and he did. Well, you know the referee was. And Bob. I fell right into it. Yeah. Well, that that referee was the same referee that called that penalty on Tiger Williams. Absolutely, out of a clear blue sky. Um, Tiger Williams just rubbed the guy along the boards and he gave him a two-minute minute for, for boarding. And you know, you know who got in there was Robinson. Robinson, on the other team, had to 
Gra- grab a hold of him. Yeah, you, sh- you Google that if you want. Tiger Williams going crazy. It was uh, in overtime in, in Toronto. Yeah. It was Montreal, Toronto in overtime in the playoffs. They wouldn't have won it anyhow. No. But uh, it was just a nothing play. Yeah. And he gave him a penalty. For and two they, minutes for boarding. And I think Guy scored the winner. And he Tiger was going after him. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And and uh, the, two of the players grabbed him. Two of the Toronto players grabbed him. And then Robinson grabbed him, too. I never forgot that. Anyhow, I knew when Rattel got the penalty and Ganey, I think Ganey was embarrassed. He, he, I, I could still see it. I could still see it. He's running across and he just brought, brought a stick back like that and held a stick back so he wouldn't get hurt. So did you hear about it from the NHL about you uh, razzing the fans and getting them No, I never heard. No, I got, I got uh, chastised that afternoon. Believe me, I did by uh, John Ziegler. And, For what? Uh, he says, you know, if it was anybody else besides you and Scotty Bowman, he says, I'd nail you to the cross. And especially you. I says, you're saying that we're illegal. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you said in the paper, you said, if we go to Montreal in game seven, you could say, you know that the, we're going to get stiffed by the refs. Yeah. And Ziggler didn't like that. And then Scotty Bowman was, remember, he'd get, he got, oh. he'd get the video and he'd show all the penalties that the referees he, didn't call. Boy. You and you and you and Scotty Bowman were really playing head games with each other. Yeah, I mean, you really were. Didn't make any difference. So he still won. What did you say to him? I can't believe I'm getting beat by a guy that wore. Yeah, I, I remember that. And I remember I remember we were having a meeting, the whole thing, and he brought us in a little room, and I kept staring at at his socks, and he wore blue socks with a brown outfit. I never forgot that. And I, I and I I mentioned they were hush puppies, and he said they weren't. They were wallabies. Yeah, he said I can't believe I'm getting. Believe I'm getting beat by a guy that's wearing blue socks and brown sh- brown hush puppies. How did that make it into the newspaper? Like, I don't know. Don't <laughs> ask me. It must have been a leak or something. Oh, I probably said it. Dad, is it true that when you went to the Montreal, when you went to Montreal, that you believe that they put a guy, it was a stick boy or something, in the dressing room to let you look at the sticks and the whole deal? You know, I, I, I often thought of that myself. And I think I was a little paranoid at the time. And uh, I did. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let him look at the sticks. And but he looked. I remember he was a, a short guy, white hair, right? Yeah, white hair. You yeah. see him in some of the clips sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. kicked him out of the dressing room. <laughs> so you thought that he was looking at the sticks to I see thought, if there was a, illegal ones that he could then squeal to Montreal yeah. and say, "Go check the sticks that for illegal." I remember Schmutzy at the end of, at the end of the period, but oh, but but five minutes to go. I Schmutzy. And he changed the sticks. They were illegal. They, they, yes. Nobody wants to call illegal sticks on the other team because there's, there's illegal sticks on your team. You say that and you kind of laugh, but you know, look at what happened with Marty McSorley in the yeah. playoffs. You yeah. know, you wonder how did they know that he had an illegal stick? Yeah, they had a, they had a spy, and you're thinking. So you actually made them take the illegal sticks the last five minutes of the game to switch them. Oh, I had Schmatzy stick because his was ridiculous. Kirby had it on his stick. Yeah, you wouldn't let you wouldn't let me use the stick. No, I used Ricky Middleton's. I used using Schmatzy's, but I couldn't handle the puck. It was such a curve on it. He's, you know, you can't use his. Don't use his stick. He could sure shoot a puck. Okay, the next one, Dad, is Grapes of MT. That it's Montana, actually. I looked that up. He what is it? Grapes of MT. And I think it stands for he's from Montana. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, from Twitter, what did Peter McNabb mean to your Bruins team? Well, he was our leading scorer. I think he got 48 goals one year, didn't he? Yeah. He, Terry O'Reilly was distraught after the thing. He says, all I needed to get you two more goals to get 50. <laughs> he was, Terry was very upset. 
Well, ter- I mean, Peter McNabb was our leading goal scorer, and if you don't score goals, you don't win hockey games. And we, and you know, it's funny thing is, I never appreciated when you're a coach, you really. You're re- really into it, and I never appreciated Peter, and I used to kid him all the time. You used I'm, to, was it kidding, or you used to pick on him a lot? No, I used to pick on him. He he knew I was just having fun with I him. I remember the one time you were saying that, what, remember about the face-offs? You were giving him heck because he wasn't very good at the face-offs. You said, you know, Peter, the face-off is more than just something to get the game to get going. Oh, I, did I say that to yeah, him? Yeah, it was, yes, you said that to him. And his feelings were hurt after you said it. Yeah. And just to kind of tell you what kind of team you guys have, like Peter would come over to the house in the summer, go yeah. swimming like a couple times a week. Well, yeah, well, to play tennis and his wife, uh, Diane, she used to come over. She'd give me tennis lessons. And uh, I, rem- I remember we beat Philadelphia in double overtime or something. And uh, she was waiting there. And I remember she was all alone. She said, great game, uh, grapes, eh? And I said, yeah. I said, I'll coach them again. And she hit me with her purse. I mean, she really hit me with the purse. <laughs> so there, there's one thing, though, I remember Peter McNabb was in the playoffs. Things were going, it was getting pretty rough. And Scotty Bowman put out his bully boys. Oh, yeah. And Peter was center. And you had O'Reilly and Wensink, but uh, you pulled him right and put yeah. Stan on. Yeah, and he said, it was the happiest moment of my life. When I, when I stand, I said, go play center. <laughs> oh, was Peter ever happy when he sings? So, yeah, so was, who was their bully? Who was his bully boys? It was Bouchard. Oh, well, I have to think about that for a minute now. There was Robinson. There was Chatra. There was Lupien. That's three. Bouchard. 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 And Bouchard could throw him, too. Yeah, he was the one that that was the that was the fight. If you haven't seen that fight, Stan Jonathan Pierre Bouchard, you Google it because that I think is the best fight ever in hockey. Yeah, I, I had oh boy, there was more blood, more blood, and then and then uh, Terry O'Reilly went in to try to help or something, and somebody cut him with a stick, so there was blood everywhere. Yeah, John D'Amico really got cut with a stick too. Yeah, and he linesman. got cut. He got cut bad with a stick too. I don't know how he got cut, but he got cut. Blood was all over the place. That was lovely. Dad and Cindy, we'd like to thank our sponsor, NorthstarBets.com. It used to be Spreads.ca. Now it's NorthstarBets.com. It's still Canadian-owned. It's still one of the best places to play in Canada. They have everything you're looking for, slots, live dealers, sports books, built-in sports betting insight, and analysis. And listeners who already have an account with Spreads.ca don't have to do anything. Just sign in to NorthstarBets.com. And NorthstarBets.com has a new exclusive offer offer to our listeners if you sign up and deposit with the promo cherry north star bets will match your first bet up to a hundred dollars and you get a hundred bonuses boy I spins did. on the big wheel and uh quantities are limited and it's not available in ontario and coming up it'll be the super bowl who are you picking you're picking San oh, Fran, or are you gonna i mean pick? every kc everybody picks me, but they're the underdogs eh yeah i thought that baltimore would womp them and it wasn't even a contest okay so my my two cents is so tokyo has promised that the concert of taylor swift will be on time and she will make it for the game that's what they said yep i just said bettman kind of says why couldn't taylor swift like date Connor McDavid or oh, something like that. Oh, wouldn't that be so? You know? bring, oh, imagine how exciting that would be for hockey. She's going to fly over 15 hours yeah. and then fly back and do a show. Yeah. Oh, now that's love. Yeah, yeah that is love. <laughs> I have to admit. Yeah, well, they're, they're putting bets while he proposed to her after the game. I says, it depends if they win. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if they lose, he's not going to propose to her. Well, anyhow, 
But anyway, we like to thank North Star Bets. They've been uh, great for us, and they helped the Don Cherry Pet Rescue Foundation. And Okay, now this is from Twitter. Mark Amos, if you could change only one rule in hockey, what would it be? And or, and or also, would you uh, add another rule? That you could think up? No, I don't want you got enough rules. Got as enough it is. rules, okay? Enough, enough rules as it is. I would stay in the instigator rule. Oh yeah. When you think of it, the guy goes. He comes to the aid of the guy that is being pummeled, which oh, is start getting picked on. He gets two, five, and a ten. Two, five, and a ten. Two minute, five minute major, and a ten minute misconduct. And the other guy gets five minutes. Does, it, it, the thing is, the thing is, Dad. If people don't know hockey, they see that as you protecting the superstars because they don't understand hockey. But you mm. know, to, it, it protects the superstars. That's the one rule that I would change: the instigator rule, and it's a two, five, and a ten. It's it's you bet if you're lucky because if the guy's a little rat and he turtles, yeah, he, he might not get anything. So then you get you yeah, get he might not get anything. anything if you come to think of it, you, I would add my two cents. I would add two rules. I would add number one. I know this is you know they never do this. If you ice the puck five times, every five mm-hmm. times you get a penalty. You and Danny Galvin. Well, you know, like we were like watching the game, the 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 three on three on the on the, with the All Star yeah. game. It was it was really good. Yeah. But you know why? Because there was a flow. There was no whistles. Yeah. And just the whistles kill the game. You know what I mean? And then the other one I would add is that you and Scotty Boma did it in an exhibition game. You can only change on the fly or after a goal or a penalty. The coaches wouldn't like it. Oh, the coaches wouldn't like it. But it would speed up the game, wouldn't it? But, well, the game was over in about about an hour. And I think, again, I I think if you do that, it's easier to keep the stars away than from the checkers, right? Because you just keep keep playing. uh, Just keep playing them. Okay, Dad, this is a question from our friend Norm Oliver. He was the guy that got you involved in Cold FX, right, and the whole deal. And, you know, he lives in London, England now. And Mm -hmm. he has a question. Knowing that hockey players play hurt, as we all know, who were some of the players that you recall that having a high pain threshold with and played uh, played hurt? The the guy I never never appreciated, and I didn't know anything about it until my last year, is that Cashman. Cashman actually went in uh, the hospital uh, day of a game and uh, come out and played and played that night, got two goals. I never forgot that. I, I, I didn't know anything about it. And what he used to do is to do up his skates. He couldn't bend over to do up his skates. He, had to, he went in the dressing room and he had the trainer do them up, pull them tight. I didn't know that. You said on in the game seven against Montreal that that he like they froze his back. Yeah, his back. Yeah, and he got two goals. He got two goals, and and, and he was in the hospital. He was in the hospital, uh, getting treatments about his back. And I didn't know anything about it. And uh, I, that's who I would say. What's your Wade worst in- injury that you had that you played when you were hurt? Hmm. We, your broken toe. <laughs> Broken toe. Uh, you know, one of the worst ones I had. I had a cut just below the, below the shin pad, and it was it was uh, about a six inch cut. I don't know how it ever got in my skate ever got in there, but anyhow, I I had it frozen, and it broke open. What a I, mess that would be. Oof. Yeah. But and anyhow, how much how much were you making a year? Probably. Forty five hundred. Oh. Boy, oh boy. 2500 a year. So, Dad and Cindy, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Vintage Tendy. 
magazine there it's a magazine for goalies by goalies that's where they get the tending beauty yeah um they have a uh, boxing day special which is they're still ex- uh extending because it's going so well use the promo grapes 24 and you get 10 percent off your one year subscription and in the magazine it printed is uh quarterly and it's got 60 full paid high gloss color pages and they're unbelievable they are they, i've never seen the pictures before they are. They're almost each each one's like a collector's item. Like you, you're, they are. They are collectors. And, and the office runs uh, two more weeks, and we'd like to thank them very much. And they're, uh, uh, as they say, they're one of the best magazine, hockey magazines or sports magazines out there. So we'd like to thank them for all their help. Okay, Dad. One more question from Facebook. This is from Mark, and he asked, "Do you remember his father-in-law who played with you in Sudbury, Sam Petito?" I remember. No, Sam Petito. And he was a, one of the fastest guys I've ever seen in my life, and he could put he could put in twenty five goals. He'd be making about eight million right now, <laughs> at least eight million. And uh, boy, he was he could fly. He was he was, was he wasn't very big, but he could just he could fly, and he was tough too. He wasn't uh, he didn't uh, he didn't back down from anybody. And boy, he could put the puck in the net. The way he was good. Yeah, I, I was kind of looking into that. He had 40 goals a year before. Well, 40. 40 goals. He was good. So that year, you played Sudbury in Sudbury, right? And then the playoffs, you played against your brother in yeah. Kingston. Yeah. Did, so do you remember playing against Uncle Rich? I, I remember playing against Uncle Rich. We sort of avoided each other. <laughs> but I, I remember Tom McCarthy. I broke my stick over him, and I was standing there with just a just a stub of a stick, and there was Tom McCarthy. Tom McCarthy! And boy, was he tough, and he could put the puck in the net. He, he'd, be making, he, he'd be making a lot of money now. So your mother probably, she never saw you two uh, play against each other? Well, I don't, I don't think she ever saw. No. We, didn't, we, didn't, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have fought. I, I, now, I don't know whether Tom thought, well, Richard, you'd well, have to fate Richard if, if he went in the dressing room or, or he just liked me. I hope he just liked me. Okay, Dad, this is from Django89 on Twitter, and it says, Hey, Don, longtime fan, got a question for you. Can the league support 34 teams? And Because uh, he's heard there's talks of Atlanta again, and then Salt Lake and Houston. And Do you think this will further dilute the game? And, uh, and if so, what, what do you think of Salt Lake City for a team? I don't know anything about Salt Lake City. I, I knew everybody else, <laughs> the rest of the team, but I didn't know Salt Lake City. Uh, no, I, it, well, it's got to dilute it. Back when I played, there was six uh, AHL club, American Hockey League, six in the Central League, Central Hockey League, and six in the WHL, Western Hockey League. So that's 18, and they only carried five defensemen. And so it was a lot different. And now, I mean, the American Hockey League, how many is American Hockey League? Oh, I don't know how many. There's, there's, there's a ton. So that would be if they had, if they had the thirty if they had two more teams that's yeah. like taking two teams from the American Hockey League and bringing yeah. them up into the we'd NHL. be all be we all be playing professional hockey that's when in people, the National yeah. Hockey League but we were professional hockey we were getting paid exactly and that's when people say oh Don you never played in the NHL well if you if you did the math all those leagues would be all you players would be in the NHL yeah we'd all be there and we'd be making a lot of dough and uh, uh, what what more can I say. <laughs> 